little brother is not around. He looked up, checked the clock, and said, Go and get him. More off the block. Because Joe, Joe, little brother, I remember that song from back in Joe. Nope. Joe, you don't remember it. That, that was. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. And don't want to remember it. Yo, and don't want to know it. I will never look that up on Spotify or any iTunes library. Yo, if you're listening to old club joints from back in 83 that you used to break dance to, you're finished. <laughs> Yo, what's poppin'? This is your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to the Father Bucking Protocol. Got my man, Joseph Vezzi, crossed coffee table as usual. Just had a lovely panini. He had a lovely panini from a place we don't know the name of. Big Mike in the building. What up? What up? And, uh, yo, let's get a cracker, man. It's- Always uh, check out Joseph's podcast, The Callback. I always want to say the Father Monkey Callback. I've said that hey. before, but it's just, I don't know why. But check out Bessie's podcast, the, the Callback, man. He has a bunch of, like, Illmatic guests. Guess you wouldn't expect uh, a cat that hasn't been doing stand-up as long as you, as or as short as you've been. And that's not to take away from you, but... Just facts. This dude gets, yeah. gets a gang of cats, I mean, from... from uh, Sandler's writing partners, last director Tim Hurley, he uh, to to um, geez to Chris Rock to Barry Sobel. A lot of people don't know that. I remember Barry Sobel. <laughs> and Chris gets credit for that. He brought Barry Sobel. Did he? Oh, he did brought he, him. Did yeah. he bring? He brought, he brought Sobel along. For those who don't Sobel. remember, I see because I, I when Barry Sobel first popped on the scene, he did a special. Eddie Murphy produced a special called the Uptown Comedy Express. This was. This was a precursor to even Robert Townsend and his partners in crime, which to me, uh, they are all sort of the, the granddaddies of what became Deaf Comedy Jam because they presented black comics in front of a black audience, you know. So I guess this was the the genesis of the quote-unquote urban comedy. And Keenan uh, had a lot to do with the Robert Townsend partners yeah, in crime. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Keenan and, and Townsend were, were tight partners, but that's what I'm saying. Before them... Uh, Eddie Murphy produced this special. The spe- Let me think if I can remember correctly. The special was uh, uh, Uncle Ray Murphy, uh, you know, God bless the dead. Uncle Ray Murphy, who was Eddie and Charlie's uncle, um, he was a comic. Now, I don't know if you knew that or not, but he was, he was, he was, he and Eddie's uh, dad actually used to perform uh, stand up together. Uh, from if, if, I, if I remember correctly, you said, hold up. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, he hosted, then he brought out, our, I, I want to say Chris Rock came out first, then Barry Sobel, uh, uh, Robert Townsend, uh, Marsha Warfield destroyed. Do you know Marsha Warfield? I don't know Marsha. She used to, she was on um, a sitcom called, called Night Court. Um, that, that uh, geez, Harry, Harry Anderson, he was a magician slash comic. And, um... And dang, I feel like there's one more person that was on there, but maybe not. But it was a, it was a dope special, and Sobel came out. This was Chris Chris Rock's first joke was <laughs> people applaud. He comes out, what's up? Driving down the street, saw a prostitute, asked how much. She said three hundred dollars. I'll do anything you want. I was like, bitch, paint my house. <laughs> but the okay, fu- that's when he used to have that little more of that. Uh, yeah, he was a, Chris, he, yeah, Chris was do, he doesn't do that as more as much. But that was his thing, right? The uh, paint my house. Paint my paint my house. Yeah, yeah. And then the funniest funny. thing to me 
was it was a he got a laugh, but then he he hit them with calm down, calm down. I remember saying as a kid, I was like, you don't have to tell them calm down. They were they were gonna it, it didn't kill like that. That's how arrogant I was to sit there and judge it. But uh rock destroyed and then Sobel came out. And Sobel was big. I know Sobel was big. Sobel I mean, I know because he. Big, I, I don't know. I'm assuming this still holds true, but he says he's has the Guinness record for performing as a stand-up comic in front of the most amount of people. He oh, did a gig. He has it on his website. He oh. did a gig in front of 250,000 people. I don't know who. Jeez. It wasn't just a comedy event. It was something. Yeah, I was going to say. He has, what was that in? Uh, it's on his website. I forget what it is, but it's in. I, I want to say it's even. I, I want to say Arizona. Or no, it was like Arizona. It was something outside, but he has okay. a picture of him performing, and it's like and it's just, a crowd just that an goes, ocean of it's, people. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's two hundred fifty thousand. It was probably for something with music and something like that, yeah, but yeah. it was uh, it was crazy. That dude, man, he he. What 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 his angle was, and the reason uh, I think people really responded. Obviously, he was funny. But he had this whole thing. This was when uh, the Beastie Boys first burst on the scene. This is still when, uh, you know, hip-hop music and hip-hop culture is still just starting to gain not only mainstream relevance, but it, it spread to the suburbs, you know, so the Beastie spread it to the suburbs. So now you saw, hey, people like yourself, you saw White Cats, that if you lived in New York and you were around the downtown scene, there was always that sort of hybrid of, of you know, black urban culture mixed with, uh, you know, white kids on the Lower East Side and the sort of the, the punk, uh, you know, vibe. And, but this was spreading it out to the burbs of, of middle America. And, and, and Barry Sobel had this joke where he came out and he was saying, I don't remember how he set it up, but he was like, Yo, you know, I just want y'all to know I'm not the Beastie Boys around. This is funny because yeah, back, then, back then you would you remembered everything because you watched it so much. I'm not the Beastie Boys or Run DMC. I'm not Jay Leno or someone named Shecky. Hmm. I'm just the father mucking king of jokes. There is none more phony. If this was Las Vegas, y'all be throwing down money. And, and, and that blew people's mind, probably. It, it, son, everybody looked. Then, then he said, I'm a stand up comic. Yeah, that's my line. And I want to know your zodiac. Z -z -z zodiac. Z -z -z zodiac. And people like, oh, and they cut to Eddie Murphy. Like, oh, you know, like people losing, losing their minds. I'm getting goosebumps. And. Dude was dude was like brilliant, you know, and I don't you didn't respond to it, so I don't know if it holds up the same way. No, no, uh, I, no, I you. do. I mean, once I, I saw it, right. I remember some footage he did oh, at okay. some theater, uh, old old footage. Right. I forget right. what it was even for, but no, I know it was yeah. big, and I know his resume at the time. I knew his name, but I didn't know everything, oh, and then gotcha, I went back. Gotcha. So I, I wasn't as familiar when right. I did the podcast, also because I wasn't. I didn't know he was coming, so I didn't, right, right, you know. Right. And you didn't then do, once get I to do your research, didn't do my it research. Caught you off guard with that vest. Caught me off guard. <laughs> so, but you know, back to you know, when you mentioned Robert Townsend, Partners in Crime. Yeah. Like years ago, before YouTube, all that stuff, I would constantly go on Amazon and I would look up, especially when I got familiar with Def Comedy Jam. I would look up different comedians and okay. see what was out. This was kind of how almost I got like introduced to maybe stuff that people my age hadn't seen. So I would just search right, for right, shit. Right. Right. And I saw this Robert Townsend thing, who I only knew at that time from Parenthood. That's I never funny. thought he was a comedian. That's funny. Because that show was funny, but he necessarily didn't come off as, he kind of came off like right. a Bob he, Saget he was, type. He was like the straight, more the straight man. So he I was let, like, when I found he was a comedian, I was so yeah. shocked and I ordered all four of them, the partners in crime. Oh. Which, by the way, 
the the first one. First one. He brings out is to me to to this day one of the best performances just in general of anything. Ooh, he brings no no he brings out he has this little sketch in the beginning with Keenan. Mm -hmm. I love entrances. He comes in this great way and he brings out Howard Hewitt to yeah, sing yeah. Uh, this song. Uh, 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 say 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 amen or something. It was it was a yeah. No, it's uh it's uh, it's, uh it doesn't matter if you spend the night. Oh. It's not oh you know it does that and he yeah. he comes out. And now you think, okay, this is just an opening act, him singing. Right. But then Robert Townsend, he goes in the crowd. He has these dancers planted. Right. He has people over here. It's this huge, right, right, like, right, Broadway right, thing. Right. He's dancing. He's right. singing. Um, it's funny. I showed it to Marina. She, I don't know if she, she had, never seen I don't that? know if she had seen it or she forgot about okay. it. But okay. one of the, I'm sure she saw it back in the day, but she didn't remember it. Right. And she was like, she got goosebumps. She was like, this is amazing. This yeah. is, like, inspiring. This yeah. is awesome. And it, I, every now and then if I want to be in an extra good mood, I will watch, watch this, and I inspire anyone who wants to be in a good mood to needs watch to watch this. Yeah. I mean, I showed this to people in high school that were like, you know, they, they no one would have seen this, right. you know, and especially, you know, especially I guess especially your your age range. Yeah, oh, that, that, and it's so funny. He was wearing such an odd outfit too back then. He had the the what do you call those hats? Those uh, yeah. What do you call those circle hats and a, <laughs> and a trench coat and a green T-shirt underneath? <laughs> I think it was a kufi. He might add it. It was a kufi. And he was just, and he was yeah. enjoying himself, having the thing. And to be honest, when he opened up the show, though, it was like, I, I would think, I don't think he could follow that. After the sketch, it was such a great, it was right, an amazing right. thing. That was what, what they did, the sketch. They had the bold, the black, the, the beautiful. The bold, the black, beautiful, all uh, that. That was, that was the first time a lot but of really people But really, it all, saw... to be honest. Oh, do it, you feel like it went downhill? Yeah, because it was too, it was, it was ridiculous, though, yeah, because no, it was I, such a big performance. It was I so I awesome. Think, I didn't, I, I remember that. I, you know, because yeah, also, so I think, I think back then, I, I don't think that was, I think that was almost, I won't say more than norm, but it, back in the days, you had to sort of almost be a triple threat. Like, especially if you go back even further than that, in the uh, history of Hollywood, you had to be able to dance, sing, uh, uh, act, tell jokes. Like Sammy Davis Jr., that's why people still say he's the greatest entertainer ever, because this dude was hilarious and a brilliant dancer and could sing, you know, he did, and had one eye, you know, and... So I remember that open. That opening actually, if anyone is familiar with Showtime at the Apollo, uh, the the original um, Showtime at the Apollo, that's what the beginning of uh, Townsend's show reminded right. me of. Because uh, and be because he still he he did that afterwards. Where I remember Bobby Brown. Yeah, he had a, but no, he had other people on the other specials. Right on, too. on other episodes. But I don't mean it went down. I mean it just it took me to such a high point. Right, it was right, hard okay, with okay. the music That's and fair. everything. That's so fair. I was like, it was pretty awesome. I what I remember most about that special was was Damon's. Uh, I remember Damon's set specifically uh, because he. Uh, because he did the little Damon, would you do your favor? Would you please? He did he he did Michael Jackson. He goofed on Michael Jackson. I remember someone saying Eddie Murphy was the first cat you ever saw sort of knock Michael Jackson down to every man's level because nobody else would really clown Michael. And then after Eddie did it, um, everybody did. But I remember Damon did it and did it well. I think Franklin Ajay was he on that special? Yeah, no, Franklin Ajay. So many people. Yeah, were on man. That special. Um, dang. Uh, 
I mean, definitely, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob, I forget uh, who else. There were some other big people name? on there, Rob, too. Rob, Robin Harris. Was he on the first one or was he on the second I one? I haven't seen it. So I have them all on DVD. Yeah, I just yeah. Don't I, remember. Have, I have the tapes still. I you still, have the I tapes. Still, okay. I still have all. all I know, because, you know, it's funny. Like, now, 15 years from now, me saying I have a DVD of something is really going to yeah. sound. Say, oh, it's uploaded to my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Uploaded to your brain. Uploaded to my cerebellum. But, um, yeah, man. So these are the types. Of guests that that Bessie had and, Robert and, Townsend that'd be a good one Neil had him on oh man Ta- that would I, be a cool I one he seems he, like a nice dude and I don't think he gets the the I mean he seems like a real humble dude too he doesn't um, get the prospect because I think because he kind of faded at a certain time not fade I shouldn't say faded but I'm saying went away from the spotlight at a certain yeah. time so he kind of you know people are not aware necessarily yeah but technically speaking and this is not to say Robert Townsend is 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 prior. But Pryor has been dead for a long time, and people still give Pryor his dap. People still give Carlin his dap. Robert Townsend is still here. He hasn't put out, he hasn't put out product in a long time. But I'm saying time. there's a lot more footage. I mean, didn't they do a lot there's more stand up footage? No, I'm not talking about just. I'm and... not talking about as a stand up. I'm just talking about Robert Townsend in general. Yeah. Because uh, the Five Heartbeats is still a classic that. Yeah, I forgot he was airs on. Uh, he, I mean, he he was one of the first. Um, you know, there was there was sort of a the same way there was a black comedy bl- explosion, there was a black filmmaker explosion, and to me, Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, to me, he was on the forefront of that, along with Spike Lee. Yeah. Um. You know, Spike came out with a. You know, she's got to have it, and I'm gonna say that was around. I I I'm not entirely positive, but I think it was like eighty six, eighty seven, and. Uh, Hollywood Shuffle was around 87, 87, 88 or so. And and Hollywood Shuffle, and, and look at all the people that, that he had. You know, like I, I was reading something recently because it's the it's the 25th anniversary of Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, mm-hmm. which came out in 1989, a number, another summer. Get down. I'm sorry. And so uh, uh, Spike gives props, but I'm because, you know, Do the Right Thing, he, he, Kind of helped discover Rosie Perez, and uh, wow. even 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 though she was she was like she was a dancer and you were familiar with her from Soul yeah. Train, but so he helped discover the most annoying voice in America. Yes, he did, Buki. <laughs> but she's a talented actress. Talented yes. actress. Yes. Um, and and <laughs> and all parts are fine. So uh, Rosie Perez and Martin Lawrence. Like Martin Lawrence. I wouldn't be able to get it up with that voice, huh? just for the record. Would not be able to get I, it up. I bet you could. I'm I mean, we'll picky, never know. Very sensitive. But, but However, that's not to say, so if, if she was butt naked in front of you, I, no mouth ta- open. Oh, no mouth open. Yeah. Okay, if she didn't speak, she didn't I'm, speak. I'll be all right. Okay, all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> but if I get like a cold flashback of white man can't jump, I might uh-huh. have trouble. <laughs> He's an so, um, yeah, so... Maybe that's because Spike Lee's, you know, been sitting courtside every day. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Robert Townsend's, like, you know, in the back. He's not yeah, He's not no, in the true, forefront. But I think there's something to be said about people that don't have to be out in the forefront. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that Spike is always trying to be uh, out in people's face, even though I think he... He does. He does definitely. You know, he, de- he, he definitely does. Against yeah. Django Unchained like he's fighting the system, which he's not. <laughs> oh, you 
feel like Spike Lee is is, is uh, against the the, uh, the system. I think he's a, I think he's a bit of a, a fake activist in a oh, weird yeah. way. Activist when it's convenient or when he really like, come on like Django Unchained and Tyler Perry. Not a huge fan of Tyler Perry's movies, but he should be proud of a black dude who made it from a homeless person to a multimillionaire. Right. Not knocking him down. Right. Regardless of the movies, what, whatever. What I mean, it is what it is, but. I mean, I never, am I a fan of the Tyler Perry movies? You know, no, I can't go. I really can't even sit down and go see it just based on the trailer. If, but can't if, respect, not respect in it. In fairness to Spike, I've never heard him say anything negative about Tyler Perry's story. The, the criticism I heard from him with regards to Tyler Perry um, or what I've read is that Spike feels like, okay, you're X amount of films in uh, the... The product should get better. The the, yeah. and he's saying the the technical aspects should become you should you should have become a more proficient filmmaker slash film director because if something simple like the the if it versus staying conscious it's it's almost like the difference between who's like the hot rapper right now that you're not feeling. Give me a hot rapper that that you're not really into. I've never been a huge Rick Ross fan. Okay, so boom. Point case, using Rick Ross's fan. And I like, so I ain't going to I've gotten like warmed up a little Ross's bit. I, I like some of his verses I, and here I, and, and there. I, and here's but thing. his whole persona and his whole right, thing don't right. feel at all. Well, because because once you saw the picture of him as a correctional a corrections officer, it kind of pulled back the, uh, the curtain on the mighty eyes. You're like, wait, hold up. You're a corrections officer, but you're talking about thinking big Meech, Larry Hoover. You know? And I just, and so, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it puts the reality on the fact that a lot of these performers are actors, you know, as opposed to really living it, you know, like with, like with, with Officer Ricky, you know, and when 50 was caught him, he's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I really, I lived this life. You know, I got, I took nine bullets and, and survived. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, Rick Ross has has created this this character, this facade, but now we live in an era where I think people are more accepting of if if the song is hot enough, people will forget it. You know, yeah. it's like when R. Kelly, you saw the video, he peed on a little girl. But then he came out with Step in the Name of Love. You like, you know, but I like that song. Yeah, and that's talent, how people, talent, talent trumps always trumps trumps a lot of things. Talent then. trumps charges. Talent <laughs> trumps charges. Exactly. <laughs> And so with uh with with you look at Rick Ross and then you take someone like uh who's been consistent lyrically, like a Talib, Talib Kwali, who's uh continues or any you you could fill in the blank with with any uh any quote unquote underground esque type of uh yeah, like rapper. Royce to five nine. You know, who's Royce to five shine, nine but who who got some shine but should be I pairing think should be with, as with big M. As, yeah. 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 Royce, Talib, Moses, or or Moses now, uh, Yasmin Bay, uh, Most Def, uh, uh, Pharaoh Monch. You know, these are all dudes that I have on my on my shuffle when I work out. You know, like like Pharaoh said, Hallelujah, Pharaoh Monch, do you maintain the same frame of mind? That do you? That's a oh no, oh, oh no, they talk. That That's amazing. That song's amazing. Pharaoh got some lyrics. That's an amazing. Most of us have fired that, but Pharaoh. Barrel, like, That's one of the best songs. I oh, love that Nate Dogg. Nate, no, Nate Dogg is the rest best. Rest in peace to Nate Dogg, man, because uh, Nate Nate Dogg could have molested my cousin 
Still gonna rock with the music. Still gonna rock. So I can't. I'll be like, you know, I'll tell the cousin. I'll be like, listen, did you hear him on? Oh no, no. I mean, did you hear him on? This is just where I wanna be. Did you hear? I wanna be. What was the with Shady Shice? Shout out to Shady Shice for that one song. Um, but that song was fire. That song was amazing. With corrupt. Dude, and, and I, I remember they went up. and they they came out on some show on BT, and a dude came out with the little dog with him too, with the uh, puppy, and Nate Dog was singing, and then he had the other one, "Ain't No Fun," which that no verse. Fun. When I met you last night, yeah. baby. He made the word balls, he sang balls, and made it sound My balls. like. I mean, I was playing that. I remember me playing that in the car with my father when I was a kid. My kids, my father's like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Are you serious? Your parents were, but your mom's was rocking my out. My mom was definitely your like, your mom's was rocking out. Bessie's like, mom nah, loves him. She's saying them balls good, like you know. But I'm saying, if he, now if he molested like my sister, maybe I draw the line. Only listen close. to it. I'll listen to it on the weekends, not the weekdays. Like just, I'll take a moment of grace Nate, Monday through Friday. Uh, but I'll just be like, yo, have you heard the man's voice? Nate had that syrupy. I, I, I think I said good. this on another joint, but. He he had a commercial Saint Ives Malt Liquor. They had an old commercial band, and I used to rock this song like it was a real rock the commercial like it was a real song. It was like yeah. it was like um, uh, Saint Ah, oh, damn. Remember Chris had him do the uh, the narration of his movie Head of State, oh, yeah, which was yeah. a really smart thing and really awesome. You know what? I'm sitting here. I got to ask him about that someday just to see. How he got Nate Well, no, not how he got him. Just what, I don't know, just maybe what that was like. I don't know. It's probably just a dumb question, but I just, because he's one of the few people to have it. I I think, maybe I even told you this story. I was at a Lakers game, and I was young, and I met Snoop, and Jay-Z was there, met them, took pictures with them, and then I see this guy over on the side, on the court side, sitting by himself, and I'm looking at him, and I can't figure out. I'm like, where do I know this guy from? Because he's just like there. You know where you know me from. Just started busting out Regulate, which is another classic. Logan Warren G had to regulate. But when no one's around him, like no one's taking pictures with him, no one's doing anything, and then finally it hit me, and when it hit me, it was like a light bulb, and then I like literally darted right to him. Was like. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I take a I picture, love that whatever. I used the word darted. I, because I was that so. Word, that verbiage doesn't get used enough. I, I appreciate know, because I was so, because he must have saw me just looking at him, and then all of a sudden, just this light bulb in my head go off. Because then I was like, oh my God, and how, how could old I not? are you? Are you? Uh, probably seventh grade. Okay. So I don't know what that oh, was. Like, uh, like 11. And he was really cool. I still have my picture with him. I think I put it, I had it. I mean, it's old, so it was like a picture, you know, that you print out or whatever. Oh, from the wow. camera. It wasn't like uh-huh. a digital. Right, right. Um, so you but yeah, I took, that I took it, but I was the only person to take a picture of him. No one else that knew right, who he was. No one day. recognized him. Yeah, he was really like, cool. He was really Let someone recognize <laughs> me. <laughs> He must actually, because if I was him, I, that would have felt a little kind of shitty too. Like, I mean, in a way, everybody he, else recognizing everybody. And well, everyone taking people. Damon Dash was there. Everyone's like, okay, now you get people with him. Even took now two you get with him. With Damon Dash and Nate's just like, but I got hits. Yeah, I mean, it's like this guy's a classic voice. I'm gonna keep singing in that voice. You know, the commercial was it was for Saint Eyes, and he was like. Went to the corner store. You know what I'm looking for. Say die. <laughs> I was like, Yo, this dude is awesome. Did you ever, I bet you never heard this one, though. He he was on Curtain Call. It was called Shake That, and it was with Eminem and Nate Dogg. Did you ever hear that one? Shake That? That wasn't, no, I'm thinking. It was uh, on his greatest, Eminem released a greatest hits album, and he put three new songs on it, and one of them was with Nate. And I'm, I'm sure that just no, got overlooked. The title sounds familiar to me. Yeah, I'm well, shake that. I mean, that could be about no, 50 no, other no, songs. No, 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 but I'm saying that... You the, think you've heard it? Well, how's the hook going? 
it's uh well the, the hook is very simple it's just like shake that ass for me shake that ass for me but he does like two verses on there Nate okay. dog which is do- like he's like he's like three from the one to the one two three i met a bad bitch last night at the d let me tell you how i made her leave with me conversation and hennessy it's crazy the joint is crazy and he's like i get more ass than a toilet seat it's fucking awesome i've heard that line before so now i'm gonna say it's it's great and then Eminem also released a really weird song in there called Fack, F-A-C-K, and it's all about him uh, coming uh, and putting a gerbil up his ass. Sounds about right. And, and it, it's so, and he does like the voice of Cartman for three. Thank you, Marshall. He does it, and you know it's funny. The if you look at the inside cover of that thing, it's him in the studio like this, like whatever, uh-huh. and Dr. Dre is just like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre's hands, his hands over his over head, his like head. I, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't control this kid. It's so amazing that he would take a hot beat, and even though the song actually was for someone like me, I enjoyed uh, it, uh, but that he would take a hot beat, right. a Dr. Dre beat, and he does this ridiculous. I mean, if we, honestly, that's why you appreciate Eminem. Can though. we? Can we? Maybe put, the, I would love for people, I don't know if we put it in the, in the intro or something, but this is so insane, and I think most people haven't even heard this crazy shit because it was just thrown in his greatest hits. Uh-huh. It's so insane. Like, I would almost want to hear your reaction. Oh, really? To, it's so out there. Like, this is the most probably out there he ever did, g- given all his silly songs. Uh-huh. It's that this way where you're like, wow. I can't even believe this lyrical dude I might, I might did this. Have, I might have to peek that just uh, just because I would have hit it. It's so insane. It's called F-A-C-K. Fact. Fact. <laughs> Check your facts. Yo, if you ain't up on the facts, no. Um, <laughs> I gotta, we got to look up some more Funk Flex stuff. I'm sure he's done some more ignorant, dumb well, shit. Well, him, him and Damon Dash have been... Uh, Oh, yeah, you, I'm glad you sent he's that to me. Taste, little taste. I love Damon Dash. I'm so I, happy I followed what? him on Instagram. I didn't even know he was on Instagram. Oh, you didn't do Ghost Popping. No, I right? followed him when you tagged yeah. me in that, but I'm so glad he's... I love that he's calling out people. Yeah, what a great yeah, what yeah. a great man. I want my first special to be called I Have a Poster of Damon Dash. That's how much I <laughs> like him. first special to be about Damon Dash <laughs> initially. <laughs> just No, just the, the, the aura, the persona. Okay. I wish I could be this dude. You should have, you should have him in the background with Armin. Deal, uh, vodka behind. You know what I was watching? I want watching? him to introduce me. How about that? I want to get Damon Dash to introduce Damon, me in my first special. Know, Dame, Dame wouldn't even... <laughs> Damon Dash is so it. nonchalant. He's like, yo, so... Yo, this next cat, listen, it's a real funny dude. Yo, I think y'all should like him because I like him. Right? Um, you know, but, so so what, are you, what are you saying? You, you, you're, my man, you're my man. You're my man right there. You, you're you not going to smile? <laughs> he gets caught up in something. Yeah, it's comedy special. You're not going to smile while he's... You know he's about to come out here. He's about to destroy you, and you you're just gonna sit there, uncross uncro- your arms, uncross your arms. You coming into my culture, <laughs> Dave? But I, yo, I watched. That's one of your best impressions. Oh, really? you. oh you that's like one of your no, best because you, your your whole face is I like. Love, cont- love, but now, how his... would you do Damon a little bit angry? Now, what if he's getting a little mad at the dude in the crowd? What are you talking about? You sit there. You sit there. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, you sitting here. You know he's on stage. You know he's about to rock, rock it out. You know he's, you know he's about to hard body. You just this dude, <laughs> dude, this dude, this dude gonna come, come to a comedy show. He's not gonna laugh. Say you know the- what? Security. Put him out of here. Remember the line he said to me when I was beating his son one on one. He's cooking you like some coke. <laughs> cooking you like some coke. He's cooking you like some coke. <laughs> what are you doing? Yo, Jay. Yo, Jay. That's why I like David. Because when he gets hype, is is everything like real sharp? He's like, Yo, Jay. Yo, remember I told you about the dude? Yo, this dude's fire. He got, he got, he got classics. 
got classic jokes over here. You know, I I had this opinion the other day. I was thinking about it with Damon Dash because you know people always say you got the shorter end of the stick and mm. everything like that. But you know, who knows the real right, real right. story? But I was gonna say, as great as he probably is, like he looks like a dude I would love to do business with because only because he would really he'd go hard for you. He liked mm-hmm. you and he did it. But I can't. But I can see the other side of the coin that maybe yeah. Jay Z's been with him since for how long? He might have just been exhausted from him. No, ma- no matter how much he's done for him, people outgrow each other. Right. They get exhausted. Right. He might have just been like, I sh- I'm in a new space. I, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah, you know, you know which could legitimately happen. He's like, I'm in a new world. I'm about to marry this girl. I, I think I, I got to just move on. And like, I appreciate everything. Yeah. You're still a millionaire. I'm sorry. I don't, take, you know? I, I don't take sides because I'm, I'm actually a fan of both of them. You know, I, I don't take sides... Uh, between uh, you know Dame and Jay and even uh, Biggs, uh, all oh, right, you know I never really knew that story. Uh, well, nobody, no. I'm saying like you, you always saw Dame and Biggs together and Jay Less. Like I, I've been watching um, on, on YouTube. I actually finally watched the 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 video. Which one uh, of the the him in the, the office? The office. Where, you, oh, you hadn't seen it? Meeting. I had never seen it. How much last was that week. entertaining? How entertaining Yo, was that? It was very entertaining. But here's what's interesting. If I watched it. And you love that he comes watch. in with the white tee, the big yeah, white tee. Yeah, big uh, <laughs> fitted around the neck white tee. And you know what's funny? While I was watching that, I was like, we did used to dress in these damn dresses. You know what I kept thinking, though, is that dresses. here's a guy who made it to the highest point so high that he could dress that how he the dress fuck how he wants in this yeah. place. I said, how inspiring is that? This yeah. guy's walking yeah. through in a white tee yeah, in a that's, corporate that's meeting. Real talk. <laughs> but, but you know what? Uh, it's, it's interesting you say that because... Uh, um, he can do that, like for for younger, younger black cats, or just actually younger anyone. They have to understand that you have to play the game until you get to the point where you don't have to play by by the rules. So I, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of Stephen A. Smith. I'm 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 neutral. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not. He's, he's he's okay. I can see how. Well, oh yeah. He's more ball head than me. Um, yeah. But I saw him. I saw him. He made a, He made a good point. He was talking about. Um, I don't know who was uh, being scrutinized, but he said. He was like, uh, excuse me, explaining how, you know what, um, when you see the, you know, uh, athletes or anyone, any young uh, black uh, or young urban cats, I, I say black, Latino, whomever, come up out of the hood and succeed, and then they say, you know what, I, um, you don't have to, you don't have to conform. Do what you want. Find your own lane. There's, there's truth to that for them. But there's also the reality that, because he made a good point. He said, "You know what? Think about when you first were uh, when you first were drafted for the NBA draft. How were you dressed? Were you dressed not conforming, or were you wearing a suit and a clean look?" And even Iverson had a suit on. Everybody, because that's you know what. There's certain certain uh, societal norms that you conform to. Then once you get in. Once you're Iverson and you prove your metal, then you say, you know what, I'm a rock, rock uh, as many tats. I'm a look, I'm a look as as gully as I want to because you can't take away from what I'm doing on on the court. My goal is to have these shorts on, these Iverson baggy shorts on, on at the cellar when I perform one day. That's, Over him. <laughs> just say that's that I could just you're wear easy, I, and you're slippers. Easy to please, Joe. <laughs> that's all I want you're is uh, Iverson me. shorts on, and I want, and it'll be acceptable. <laughs> Um, but so what were you saying? You saw the video, and what was your... Yeah, so, no, so uh, watching the video, I thought to myself the second or maybe even the third time, because there, there's a bunch of them. They're the, the rise yeah. and fall of, of, uh, of Rocco, Rockefeller. 
and uh, and in that particular moment where he, he was blowing up in the uh, boardroom, he had a valid point. You, why are you discussing my artists, my Rockefeller artists from my label without calling me? It was grimy how they did it. Was. It was, but which I think what they didn't know though was I think. I think Jay Z was aware of the meeting. I that's think what that's it what he seemed. Know. You know what? That's that's what, that's he what it know. seemed because he was saying no, he didn't because he was saying he was swearing that Jay did. Right. Uh, but now that we've seen the smoke clear, we've seen everything that's happened since since with the fall of uh, Rockefeller. Watching, I was like. Oh. Think maybe Jay Z might have known about this. Yeah, cause he didn't think even then. Cause remember he says something about like, are you guys the prom ones promoting that we have beef? Cause we don't. You right. know. Right. Right. Which, right. You know, obviously is an ironic right. statement. You know. That's what I guess that, that was sort of tragic and seeing all that. Yeah, that was, was kind of like, sad. I said because dude really did believe, um, with good reason, that he and Jay were ride or die, and Jay wouldn't do anything behind his back, and vice versa. Um, and and I don't know what exactly transpired, but. It, it I love him. You saw him and Kevin Lyles get into it again then at the end, right? Sort of, sort of Kevin Lyles. Fat boy. Fat boy. Your culture vultures. To be honest with you, but even in that, I don't, I, obviously I don't know either one of them, but even in that, I still don't like Kevin Lyles. I still, <laughs> just, his, just his aura, I still am rocking with him. I don't care. I'm still taking Damon's side. I still believe That's there's true. something more real. I like authenticity and non-phoniness, and there's something right. about right. him that I believe more, that he's probably... Uh, just a better person of business or more honest might not get you, you know. I'm sure stuff like that burned him in the long run. Well, none of those people are going to want to work with him. That's what I was going to say because I was thinking, watching it, I said, Dame has every right. He's right in how he feels, but I felt like he was too emotional. It he allowed he allowed his emotion to dictate how he presented himself, how he presented his argument yeah. uh, in that situation. And therefore, what, once, once your emotion gets in the way, people stop listening. Right. You know, and so if you, if you watch as the camera panned back and forth, a lot of people had tuned out. A lot of people like, all right. Because, because it, so they've it, seen it before. Well, because it, yeah. turned, it turned into you're just berating and yelling at people. It's like a, you have, you have a, your parents are so angry. That they forget why they're angry and they were just yelling at you and and you as a kid yeah, we, got, as a kid you got to take it you just got to sit there and, and while your your father's yelling and spitting in your face you, all you can do is blink but you're a grown there's a boardroom with grown adults <laughs> you yeah. know and another dude is just yelling at you you're like man I want to slap that lawyer in the face though too who's oh, that, you, that you, Randy Ackerman oh, I just Randy what he, just Ackerman what he looked, Randy Ackerman go clear a sample yo yeah that's the best but I remember he's like the guy's like alright we'll reschedule he's like alright good get the fuck out <laughs> but what was funny you know what and, and this, this this is where uh, street means I know it's funny. I'll remember but, that name for the rest right, of my life right. here's where, where where street uh Dame still understood Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, when, when dude walked out and he was like, excuse me? Oh, because he said to him, he you, said, he that's said, why you get punched in your face. That's why you get punched in the face. He was like, excuse me? He was like, that's why I'm not saying me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying me, but people have smacked you in the face. That's so funny. He says, you, he by other like, artists, by not by Damon Dash. Not by Damon Dash. Did everyone hear that? Did you sign something? Right. That was so funny. Yeah, that I, was him. I like that. I, that I was like, him like, he's, totally in, yeah, that he's Yeah, he's emotional, but he said, you know what, I ain't stupid. That's hilarious. That's stupid. That's I got this so on funny. tape, tape but, too. But like you said, it's a rule of thumb. You can use, like you said, he was right. Right. But the only that you, I take two things from that. Like, yeah, you want to be that person to speak your mind and say that stuff. But unfortunately, it could come back to bite you in the ass. Sometimes yeah, yeah. 
holding it back or taking a second can help you in the future. You yeah. know, unless you're, there's only so many people that can really get away with stuff for that long. There's a real select few of people. And then obviously I'm Who sure he's, I mean, I'm saying like, you know, if you're as big as, I guess, Jay-Z, right? You know, you right. probably could get away with right. so much shit. Right. But, you know, being that Damon wasn't the necessarily talent, right. you can only get so much, or, you know, the biggest movie star or whoever. Yeah. But even that, you know, it's just, it's a tricky thing. But even still, yeah, because I, I think I think there's something to be said about keeping your, compo maintaining your composure. Uh, it's tough. Because it, it's, it's tough, tough, but I think there's more power in in in, in It'll pay off. Composure, because if people know you're pissed... But you're real calm about it. That's scarier, in my opinion, than someone just going all out, yelling at you, screaming at you. And well, it's like Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. Like if he had just blown up in that moment when he didn't get what he wanted. Right, 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 right. Which makes him scary because obviously he's playing everybody. Right. So it's also you know, so it's an interesting. You can actually maneuver where you want to yeah, go yeah. if you're kind of a little bit more yeah. quiet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and you were talking yeah, about yeah, boy, remember we talked so. about my father last week. Yeah. You know about the. Uh, you know, how he will yeah. speak his mind at all costs. Yeah. And there's been times, even with him, when he's, you know, because he's always someone who writes the stuff he wants or whatever, and he's, over the years, very well documented that he, you know, would kill ESPN in the paper and everything <laughs> and d destroy, you know, kill, knock Stephen A. Smith, knock this person over and over. And as much people enjoyed that, and it might have been right, right, but then, of course, if you do ever want to get on ESPN, it's... Might right. not happen, right. so you kind of have to take the good with the bad. Yeah. So it's, it, I guess, it, you have to weigh which one you want to do. Because people will come up to him like, "How come you're not on ESPN? On ESPN?" Well, you know, ESPN probably has some <laughs> I do the feelings. Yes network. You know, they have some feelings about you know right. that. Which oh is, yeah, people don't forget. But don't forget. you know, I guess you know, I th I think he kind of though enjoys speaking his mind more yeah, than getting that. So, so it's I think like so. there are other outlets. He's 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 been fine and survived you know. without. But not everybody can do that. I mean, it's, even right. him, it's a, an amazing, you know, thing. So that goes back to my point as far as you got to watch who you preach that to. Like, you're, it doesn't sound like your father would ever say to a young journalist coming up, uh, no. hey, get out there and speak your mind. I think he would add, speak your mind. To me, even. Yeah, or to you. Speak your mind, but know their consequences. And right. I, I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable speaking my mind because I, I've earned enough respect over the course of my, my career uh, that even if ESPN doesn't get at me, I still have other outlets. I still have other avenues and ways to present my point of view. Whereas a new cat coming up uh, saying something real grimy, I like. There's a there's a comic man. Just I just, Hugh Moore, <laughs> Hugh's an instigator. He sent me this. He said he was like, "Yo, did you see this dude uh, on YouTube getting at um, a comic in New York City?" Um, and I was like, "Nah." So he sent me the link. This dude, he he did like this. Uh, he shot at himself this home video of him bashing another comic, uh, but he put it in the form of like a Jerry Springer, where he's playing three different characters and then playing this other comic. Is it funny? It is. Who's the comic? I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll tell but you. But it's on YouTube, right? Um, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I'm gonna give dude. Uh, because well, the dude when, is a friend of mine, so I'm not going to... You say, oh, saying the dude he's dissing is a friend of yours? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you don't want to blow yeah. it up so on that. If people want to find it, they'll find it. If they saw it, they saw it. If not, okay. not. But, uh, but I said I said to Hugh, I said, well, shots fired. You know, dude drew the line in the sand. So if this veteran comic... This, the, it was the, a veteran comic, too. The veteran comic was the one being bashed. The bash sure was a newer cat. I'm not familiar with the new dude. 
Um, That's but one like way I said, to get attention. It was. Yeah. It could be yeah, the 50 I mean, cent very, comedy. Very, very, very KRS one. 50 and, and, uh, and, and MC Shan or 50 cent and everybody. You know, sometimes it works. Comedy is a little harder because I'm like, who cares? Yeah, no, you it's know, not a big Especially on the comedy circuit, especially on the urban comedy circuit in New York City. It's not that serious. No one cares like yeah. that. But I want to be imagine coming out with the first special that's a diss special. A diss special. It's like, yo, so you seen Chris Rock, man, man? Yo, check this out. You just start going through everybody. Just, just not. On Chris. Just no every yeah every comic is just right. someone. I love black people. I hate niggas. Well, you a nigga yourself. <laughs> um, yo, not to uh, not to change speeds, man. But um, you know, recently uh, this happened while I was in Dallas. Uh, you know, a lot of people know. Um, that uh, a bunch of uh, our close friends had this terrible car accident in in New Jersey. New Jersey headed home from uh, from a, a, an awesome show. Mm-hmm. You know, you had uh, I had um, boy Artie Fuqua, uh, Harris Stanton, um, Uncle Jimmy Mack, rest in peace, and obviously Tracy Morgan. And uh, you know we want to ask everyone that hears this podcast. Was his manager uh, also? And and I've, and their their his road manager uh, Jeff. Uh, um, you know we asked. I was I was going to say that. Okay, I was just, my bad. I was saying who all were the comics performing, oh, oh. and then was going to come back to that. But um, yeah, you know we want to make sure you know uh, y'all keep them in uh, in in your prayers. And if you're an atheist or agnostic, keep them in your positive thoughts. You know. Uh, and let's hope that they these cats you know get a speedy recovery. And it, it's funny because it uh it it reminds you of, of of how how you know it sounds so cliche, but it reminds you of how 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 uh, frail life is, man. Because the day before I was I was on the phone with Harris, and and uh, he's like, yeah, I was a uh, you know we always like check if I haven't spoken to cats in a day or two. Um, I would call Harris, so I think I had just landed in Dallas and uh, had my first show. And surprisingly enough, this is this is a weird coincidence. I've been working on this new material about uh, about uh, funerals, uh, suicide, uh, and being comfortable with death. You know, and and material was working. Like I I got in. The Wednesday just, just, and there were no shows Wednesday, but they had an open mic. So I went and did work the material out of open mic, killed. Um, I said, all right, I'm going to really commit to honing this material. So Thursday night, killed. Wow. Friday night, it, it was kicked. Because, you know, some of them were ideas that I've been, had before. been toying with or playing with since uh, 07 when my pops passed. But now, it just felt like I'm, I'm more comfortable in my, in my voice and in and, and, and addressing it. So I hit Harris on a Thursday. I was like, yo, I was like, uh, what's up with this weekend? You working in the city? He was like, nah, man, we, uh, we actually we had one gig canceled, but we're doing something in Delaware. We're going to go down on Friday. So I was like, all right. So then Friday night, uh, I think between shows, because Texas, Dallas is an hour behind. So in between shows, I think I saw Artie, had posted uh, a picture. Yeah, the road life picture. Of, yeah, of of them on the road, and and I thought the caption the caption was dope because especially I was on the road and he was saying he was saying this is what uh, standing ovation in front of fifteen hundred people looks like. Uh, now we're gonna we're gonna uh, 
now we're headed back to New York City in luxury in the uh, in the Mercedes uh, speed Sprinter. Um, uh, what did it say? A road life? Like I love. He said like a road life. I think it just said like a love road life. A road life is the best. Or something yeah, like something that. like that. So. Fast forward, uh, I, I was trying really to watch. It happened like an hour later or two. Dude, I, I'm I'm watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> right. Like, or trying to, but I the new season had dropped. I'm uh, laid up in the crib or in the uh, in the condo watching and dozing off. And my phone is always off because of, you don't want the ringer to go off while you're on stage. So my ring is not on, but I'm half dozing. I see it lights up. So it's uh, Harris's wife. Her his wife's phone, but I'm thinking, oh Harris must. <laughs> I'm like, oh Harris must be drunk. He and his wife are hanging out. He's calling me, so then she calls, and uh, she's she's like frantic, and she tells me this accident, and it's crazy because I don't know how. To, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm still half asleep, you know, and then then uh, she's like, I don't know where the where they took him. The EMTs called. I said, you know, call. Call whoever called you and find out what hospital. So then I went to sleep. I, I, find, I waited for her to call back because she said she was going to the hospital. She found out where it was. And then I dozed off. And next thing I know, it's like 5 a.m. And, um, and Harris called. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right, good. Brother's all right. Everybody's good. He's like, yeah, man, it was, it was weird. It was like uh, my wrist my wrist is messed up, but I'm okay. And that's just, that, you know, some of the strain, he said, "Yeah, um, you know the, the 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 everybody else is, uh, you know, um, they're they're dealing with and seeing what's up." And at this point, I don't know what's going on. And this is my the point I wanted to get to is social. But how, to a question though, did yeah. he uh, did he say did he ever mention how he ended up being so you know he didn't get that no. that much? No, nobody. You know what's funny? Nobody. Harris, I haven't even. I didn't ask. I didn't care. I was just yeah. I was just yeah, curious. Like, no, but just because everyone no, was so every, bad. No, but it's funny because everyone, everyone has, has said to me, I've gotten texts. Yo, I'm just curious. Was he in the front or the back? I'm like, man, I'm not. That, that he was awake through the whole thing. And so I'm like, ah, the last thing yeah, I want I is for him to relive for sake of you know, quenching my curiosity. I'm just like. Trying to keep his mind. Oh, on. He pulled like an unbreakable Bruce Willis. He, re- he really, he really he did. Out the, uh... He really did. Harris is a solid dude because he just his 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 wrist. I think was uh, broken. He has a c- couple of scrapes and he lost his shoes. That's <laughs> that's what's funny. That'd like, be funny if he was like mad about that. He's like, he man, was. I lost my shoes, man. What the no, fuck, man? Son, he was. That's what was funny. Harris was frustrated because he just bought. He just got a new <laughs> pierce. You know how when you get know, a so new, funny, though. new yeah, but joints, given the situation, of course. It's just so funny though. Yeah, I mean, he obviously he's like, you know. I, I would just think it'd be funny dad. if he just does that, that. All he talks about for now, the next three weeks, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, man. But god damn it, man, fucking my shoes. Adidas. <laughs> Where's my Adidas, man? But uh, yeah, yeah. my Adidas are in critical condition somewhere. <laughs> Can someone please get me my shoes? <laughs> I know, right? One of the EMTs. Yeah, the EMTs like, I could wipe that blood off with toothpaste. That's how we used to clean sneakers well, you know with what? toothpaste. They stole my friend's Jordan slippers that I bought him at the hospital when he had them. Are a, you serious? He, my friend, uh, I just bought him. I had this gift certificate. We both went to a store. I said, you want to come to the store? I bought him these nice Jordan slippers. Then three weeks later, <laughs> he passed out. He had a bad incident happen to him and hit against the dresser and bloodied his whole mouth, whatever. Long story short, he's in the hospital. Uh-huh. And when he finally gets out, 
but he never got his slippers. They treated him like shit at the hospital. He asked for water. They told him to what shut up. Hospital. They told him to shut up. Yeah, it was like Bellevue. It was some bad, you know, shitty hospital. Is uh, oh, yeah, so but a mental I, hospital? No, they have. Oh. they have. There is a mental hospital in it, but there's other. You know, obviously, floors right. besides for mental. He was in a different wing. I mean, I think. Shut up! You know, you can. Hey, can I, excuse me, nurse? Can I have some water? Shut up! You can get Shut some bad mouth. hospitals. I'm sure Dude, the hospitals are filled with people. Yeah, that's, the world is filled with people. It's but so, filled. all right, so yeah. Yeah, so so uh, you're you gonna know, get to then, the point. Uh, the- no, my I guess my my the thing I was I wanted to ask you about or discuss was. Yes. Uh, the, the the idea of social media in the in the modern era now because um you know the the average person and, and it, this doesn't hit it, until it hits home it doesn't click to you true but i always had a had a, took issue with like when someone someone like a week or two ago i put up on facebook like they you could tell they were down and they put yeah i just lost my 87 year old grandfather uh-huh. and so when you see that i'm like oh well, I, I i i don't like the fact that you lost someone so do i click like you know what i mean yeah it's a little weird it's it's social media is weird to me and i guess this this uh this occurrence uh sort of magnified it um in in my consciousness because um these are friends these aren't just like to that to the majority of the world, these are just some comedians, and one of them happens to be uber famous. But to us, like you know, these these are boys. These are dudes that were at my wedding. You know, these are my friends. I love these dudes. And so, watching how people, you know, first the the um, on the Saturday morning it happened. Uh, you know, when we found out uh, that Uncle Jimmy had passed. Uncle Jimmy is a cat. You know, he was he was uh, on the on the black circuit. I don't even know if do you know I, I Uncle did, Jimmy. I was not familiar with. Yeah, him. Uncle Jimmy Mack, man, rest in peace. Like he was he was always a real cool dude, real real down to earth dude. Um, and he uh, and he and Tra- I, I, he and Tracy been tight for years because I remember there was a tour. I think I mentioned on a previous episode of uh, the Father Michael Protocol. I mentioned that uh, we we went on this tour. The first road gig I ever did, the first real road gig, was a creative tour. And it was where a feature would go on the road with a headliner. And you would just tour up and down the East Coast doing these one-nighters. Um, and it lasted like two weeks. So I was on with uh, Todd Lynn. I was featuring Todd was headlining. And uh, Tracy was was on with Uncle Jimmy. And, uh, and Jimmy was just a good dude. You know, we all knew from like Uptown Comedy Club era. And uh, but and what's funny, Jimmy looked good, but Jimmy was sixty three. Yeah. Until until I read uh, or in, on the news or whatever that he was sixty three, I was like, son, I did not. Hip hop really is the fountain of youth. Like this dude looked. No, I think black people are huh? the fountain of youth. Oh no, black people, but then hip hop because Russell Simmons looks younger now than he did in Crush Groove. Yeah. You know. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Not, not to not to stray so. The the idea of me so Saturday morning I'm looking and I'm seeing like you know you're going down your Facebook or your Twitter and you know the words starting to spread and you can see when it hits the East Coast versus when all your people in the West Coast wake up because now you suddenly will see their things come through a couple of hours later and I see everybody putting up pictures okay with no. tr- with with Tracy can I do it can I just I gotta interject yeah that go ahead right okay. yeah okay. 
So anyone who... And I know there's probably people that I like, too. But, right, right. But, but it's just like, I just... Uh, it's, it's very annoying. If you put up... If, no, no, but no. not even because they thought even he was if he, dead. If he was, I mean, you know, if he, if, if he was, actually, if he passed away... Let's not even talk about him. Let's not even talk about But what I'm saying is, but even if he was, at least right. that would make a little bit more sense than the other way. But even that would be retarded. But either way, yeah, it's people who don't know Tracy mm-hmm. and who, I guess, who have, you know, got, you know, take a picture with him or something like that or, or whatever. Now, even if you did actually know him, too, right. I don't really... The whole point of you uploading... When you upload a picture... Of you and Tracy, right. what you're doing right there is you're making it about, about you. you. You're making exactly. it about you, and you're you're going like, oh, prayers to Tracy, and you upload a picture of you and him. I, it doesn't one doesn't make any sense. It's just weird. You, you, you know, it, you I don't know, even know even how that thought enters. Let me mind. let me tell you why I think the thought of, and then this. But I think if they passed, I'm just I don't want to put that in the air. But what I'm saying is, but if you have someone that you knew really well right. that passed away, and you put up a picture of you and him, and said, and you guys were good friends, a memorial, it would make a little right. bit more sense, obviously. But the whole. Sent out prayers, and here's a picture I took with him outside of Caroline's. Right, it's like Jesus. So, dude. so this goes Come back on. to the 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 reason that I wanted to. The reason I started working on that material again, or really honing it, was because uh, we lost Dr. Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. uh, national treasure. Uh, still, I rise, and everyone and their mother, even 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 strippers, <laughs> were all putting up. Quotes from uh, Dr. Baya yeah. Angelou and pictures. Even Oprah had this actually surprised and kind of disappointed me that Oprah put up a picture with Maya Angelou because I was like, Oprah, we know she's your mentor. You don't, you don't, uh, if anyone doesn't need people to click like or retweet a picture, it's you. And so I was, so that's where the idea, because I was, I was talking about that on stage saying. that stuff for that. I really don't, uh. So, so when, when I, when I woke up and I saw all these pictures, I'm like, wait, so people are essentially saying, hey man, send prayers, but see, I know them. See, I, see, I took a peace see, sign I, we, we know each other. We yeah, took man. peace signs. We threw up peace signs together. We rocked gonna out. going to get me pregnant. Yo, check it right, out. Right, right. And so that was odd to me, but. It wasn't odd in the in the sense that understanding how everyone we live in a me culture I know. and we live in a, a, a society where it's all about getting affirmate getting positive affirmation from like think about this you got, you have Twitter uh, you got Instagram uh, you got Facebook and the thing that's consistent is. Like, do you like it? Can you like? Please, will or, you like me? Or showing, you, hey, 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 I'm sending out prayers. Hey, just well, so you know. But, but even, you know, even, like, even besides what you post, right, right. It, the the underlying idea is I'm gonna put something up, and hopefully you, will you, you like it? Please like it. Oh, you ain't got a lot of followers. It's all about all your life. You had people, your your parents and and people that were teaching you say. Be a leader. Don't be a follower. But then you get on social media, and what they say uh, you you should do. Oh well, man, for you following me back, I follow you. You gonna follow me? I mean, I, and then people get get annoyed. Uh, why are you following if you ain't gonna like my? So it's like very needy, very codependent. And 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 so I was. I won't say I was disgusted because I understood where it came from. But to me, and I was even even for myself. I. Uh, a uh, couple of people, um, what's his name? Uh, Nick, oh, dang. He's a young comic, not Nico White. Um, Nero? Uh, Nero? Man. 
Anyway, he, I had seen he had posted something, because Mark Theobald, friend of ours, friend to Father Mark Proclaim, Mark uh, toured with Tracy for, for the last year. He helped him write uh -huh. uh, his special. Um, he helped him write this, this movie that, they, that they're selling. And, uh, and so um, a lot of people knew Mark had been with Tracy, but I knew he and Tracy weren't, he wasn't touring with Tracy currently for the last month or two mm -hmm. uh, since he went back out. So that being said, when I see people posting, man, I hope Mark's okay. Is Mark okay? I'm, 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 I'm getting annoyed because I'm like, y'all are really lost. So, so, I sent, so I sent out messages on people's pages like, yo. But what did it have to do with the young comic? What? No, this young comic happened to put up, yeah, man, I hope Mark's okay. Because um, I know he's on the road with Trace. So I'm reading this like, no, he's not on the road with, right. with Trace. No, he knew, I think he knew Harris was, was down, but he's just assuming Marcus. So uh, I sent him a message. Then I start, Then my phone starts getting texts from everyone that knows that I'm, I'm cool with, with, you know, all these guys. So I'm, I'm responding to people, nah, you know, Harris is uh, going home. No, Mark wasn't there. Uh, we're still waiting here. We heard the the, uh, the rest of the cast um, are all in uh, critical, and unfortunately, Jimmy passed. So I finally uh, said, you know what? Let me let me let me see if I can, because I've seen people use uh, social media as as a, a force uh, as an inform as an informative uh, you know piece of uh, technology. So I said, let me put out something that maybe you know that'll help at least inform the the uh, people on my timeline that might follow me. So I uh, so I wrote something, and I said uh, I said uh, yo um, just to give y'all a heads up, uh, Harris is Harris is okay, but he uh, you know his wrist is broken, but he's headed home. Mark wasn't there, so he's fine too. I said you know um, unfortunately we lost uh, Uncle Jimmy. So, you know, condolences to his family and to the comedy family in general. And let's just make sure we keep praying for, for everybody else. And Keith, oh, uh, Keith Robinson was on the road in Dallas, too. So, yeah, I saw that picture. Yeah, so he... Was that, Keith? <laughs> was that Keith or Keith? Keith. Okay. It was Keith with an F. Okay. So Keith is funny because we, uh... Because he's getting calls, too. You know, kind of yeah. sort of commiserating and talking to each other. So he came to scoop me up for us to go grab some uh, lunch at this at the f dude that was featured for me. He he had, works at this restaurant, so we're on our way there. Okay, and uh, that detail. Um. I don't know why I added that. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, Sorry, you got paint the picture. You got paint the picture. What was the color? And the so uh, it was color was was red. Oh, uh, so so uh, Keith is funny because Keith. Uh, Keith was salty because his his second show on Friday didn't didn't sell well. <laughs> so he's texting me back. He's like, oh, "Jackass, there's only thirty people in the damn club. I knew we should have done more radio. These idiots." I was like, "Oh." He's like, "Dallas stinks." I was like, "Well, mine is sold out." Uh, you know, so. so but he uh, went back to that. Yeah. So then, uh, Sherrod calls while we're while we're in the car, and uh, and Sherrod's like, "Yo, yeah, man." The hell, what the hell's going on with you know? And then Keith is talking about it, and then uh, he says, and he called me. He said, he said, yeah, <coughs> yeah, Dean, and I saw your dumb post. Scoop Edwards over here. Oh, that's funny, <laughs> Scoop Edwards. 
like Scoop Edwards over here had to be first with the news. I said, nah, man, I put it out. Yeah. Because I didn't want anybody to... Uh, but you know, so I saw someone else... Um, to, to, uh, you guys thirsty? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, so someone else put up, though, like like about them. They told like a story. They didn't know Tracy Morgan, but they told like a story okay. of where they met him okay. and this whole thing. And it, But it, it came back to them. They were like, but yeah, but this is what it was about. Of course. And, and it's like, Jesus, dude. And, and, and that's, dude, when it, so when I, when I hit, even I for a split that. second, I ain't gonna lie. I don't even for realize. For a split second, after I wrote the thing, I actually said, do I should I put a pen? I, I in my mind I was like, well, should I should I find a picture? I mean, that's what everybody does now. So should I? And I was like, no, that's no, don't put a picture because it's not about. But it's weirder for the people that don't know him really and put up. It's a picture. just weird in general to yeah, to hear we're gonna mourn, but first let me find the right photo op and let me to, put the right filter to, on this to put so the I right filter bit. so so my skin doesn't look too glossy, uh, you know. So we uh so so. And then just, we we spoke to Harris. Um, did we speak to him on? I think we spoke to him on Saturday. He called me and put him on uh, put him on conference with Keith. And, and we were we were messing with Harris, uh, saying to him, "Yeah, Harris, uh, Harris." Oh, because Harris was like, "Yeah, man, uh, I heard uh, Esty from uh, from the Comedy Cellar. She was on Good Morning America." And they were like, "She was like, yes, I know Artie and and Harris." And Harris was like, "Yeah, does this mean I'll get spots?" <laughs> yeah. And then Keith was like, "Harris, stop." Uh, I don't want you to now suddenly use this as a credit. You may recognize this dude from the uh, car, crash. car crash on the turnpike <laughs> so with Tracy Morgan. So it's because, yo, yo, how funny would that be? Yo, guys, this next comic, man, you've seen him, man. He was in the Sprinter van and Mercedes. He only had a broken wrist, man. Please give it up. You'll notice he's still got the wrist. He, yo, he still has uh, the sling on, so just, you, you can clap. He can't clap, but you clap. He just signed on to do Unbreakable 2 uh, with Bruce Willis. M. Night Shyamalan's meeting with him. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of an ending once we find out that he was the one who caused the whole thing. Right. <laughs> he, he's the one who set the brakes because he said, you know what? I'm not getting in enough of the cellar. Right. I right. think this will work, he's man. Stupid. It's going to be enough things. He's, stupid, he's like, man. so I take out the host. Oh, wow. And then I, no, Bessie but took it, I, took it there, right? well, you got to joke about stuff. But like that's this. no, and, but, that's, and that's what was beautiful. I feel so bad. I mean, listen, obviously, I mean, it goes without saying how bad we feel for everyone and hoping everyone makes, uh, you know, but I was happy. recovery. But I'm like, you know, especially, man, I mean, for Artie, I'm like, I just, I can't believe it, you know. Just, well, I, in, like, in the, 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 I closed my, my, I closed that post out by saying, uh, because it's true, because everybody knows Artie stays tweeting and Instagramming and Facebooking, and so I said, I'll feel good when I get that first tweet, Instagram, or Facebook post, yeah. post from, from Artie. Because anybody that knows Artie knows how, how often he is. And, and somebody uh, somebody uh, said to me, yeah, man, uh, you know, when I read that, that actually made me smile. And that was, that was so I'm, I'm, there's a point to all this, too. Not just the, the social media uh, aspect of people making it about themselves, but also people misreading and misquoting. So... Keith and I, we went, we grabbed lunch or whatever, and it wasn't like I was, uh, I was like, well, I, I know people are retweeting, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. You know, I just, as long as people are paying attention to it. So, ah, oh, damn, let me see if I can find it. This dude, this dude, I, I get back from lunch, and a guy, guy I don't know, uh -huh. I've never met him, uh -huh. uh, responds, uh, responds to me, and um, nah, 
hold up. I, I'm looking for I'm looking for my original uh my original post. Here. Here we go. Einstein, uh uh I that's that's kind of racist of you to only uh care about what all the what what the it was kind of racist of you uh, only to send prayers out to the black people in the van. I was like, wait, what? And this, somebody said that to me. And then uh, it was dead serious. And then, um, then I went to this person's page and I see Steve Martin had said something similar. He said, prayers for Tracy Morgan, because he knows Tracy. Says prayers for Tracy Morgan. Geez, so no one's gonna. Uh, you, geez, that's kind of uh, messed up, Steve Martin. Uh, how about the uh, person that died? And I was like, wait, is someone really, really making this about their own their own personal agenda or trying to incite? I had, I, I called Theobald because I was really annoyed about yeah. this, you know. Well. And, and Theobald was like, nah, man, you know, there's always somebody. Don't ignore him because he just wants to get into something with you. Because in my mind. I'm like, but I, I clearly was one of the reasons I wrote, wrote it how I wrote it was to make sure that everyone is praying for everybody, mm -hmm. not just because unfortunately, uh, the first half, half a day, people were really just talking about Tracy. And then they finally, then they started talking about uh, Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy passed. And then the other, you know, Artie, Jeff and, and Harris. I was like, hey, we need to pray for everybody. Send well wishes to everyone because it wasn't, yeah, Tracy's the most famous, but it's really just about a human condition of these dudes, uh, you know, getting getting well. Yeah. You I'm, know? Hoping, I'm hoping Artie's, you know, uh, personality, I think, will help him, being that he so doesn't stop moving around. So hopefully oh, that son, this is the will... most this is the most Artie's rested in, in years. Because Artie, everyone that knows Artie knows Does Artie not... is in perpetual motion. That's why Artie yes. can never gain weight, because the dude is always so high energy. And, that, like, when we were on... Uh... He probably won't go, when he gets out, he probably won't go to sleep for the next nah, uh, no. year. Oh, yeah, no. Artie, Artie's slept for, for a good decade, so now he's just going to be yeah, constantly nah. going. Like what Chris Rock uh, said when we were uh, on the set of his movie, uh, Artie was doing, we, we were doing this scene where we're shooting a nightclub scene in a comedy club scene, I should say. And, uh, and Rock, even though the audience were extras, uh, Rock says he was like, "Yeah, Artie's the only person I know that could that could do that could handle this because he wanted Artie to really perform. He didn't want he didn't want he didn't want it scripted and canned, you know, because it would come off phony, you know, which I thought was brilliant and the wise way to go. He said, you know what, just let Artie go and get the crowd right, and then bring up a couple of comics to you know do their thing, and uh, and he looked back, and Artie's killing, and and but it's still." It's still an actual set, you know, because the camera's as hot as not comfortable in there in the cellar. And Rock looks back. He's like, Artie's the only person I know that could do this and, and get away with doing this and not, not A, not be afraid of doing it, but B, do it well, you know. And so yeah. that's... that's. I, I, I watched Artie warm up uh, with Nikki at her show, Glazer. Glazer, okay, and, okay. Uh, yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's, Artie, that's, Artie. that's his... The cellar's not the cellar, like, the, the, over the next I week know, or two I, while yeah, he's, while he's, not, while he's in the hospital. That would be, yeah, him not around is like, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't feel good. The energy, the energy. Ever off. since I came there the first time, Artie's, you know, I see him. Yo, what's up, man? I've probably seen, I guess, when I'm at the cellar, I probably would see Artie, Keith, Sherrod. You yeah. know, it's kind of yeah. the most people I would see, but especially Artie because yeah. Artie's always out and in, out and in. Yeah. So hopefully, I think his natural spirit, he doesn't, yeah. you know, yeah. want to be sleeping or want to be 
you know. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 I know he's probably restless right now, ready, ready to get That's up. I can never about. get him on my podcast because I knew we'd have to get him like a <laughs> hamster wheel while he was by the mic, just to, exactly because he's not going to sit still. There's no way. Exactly. I don't think he ever did. I don't, I don't know any podcast he's done. I wonder. I don't because you'd have to sit down for an hour. You know what? I'm gonna get him on this one when he's when he's better, man. Oh that's that's what I'm, I'm looking for. I don't think you could do it. I don't think you're going to sit I guarantee. I, I do no way. Oh, he's you know sitting what? For an Artie, hour. Actually, Artie's one of my in, in world of comedy. He's one of my oldest friends. I mean, you think I, he'll I, sit though for an hour? Have you ever got him to sit for an hour? I can get, I can get Artie to sit for an hour, man. I got him. He sat at my wedding for for. You think sit, he, he sat in that chair for, for an hour? hour. Yeah. Come on. Well, we will get, get we'll get you a thirty minute. It'll be a quick episode. <laughs> It'll be a quick episode, man. But uh, but, we, but I, I I'm confident that that we'll have uh, Artie on here in, I know in Artie the near will future. Faster than most people, just yeah. on the sheer basis of his personality yeah. and and and, and, out. and the fact that he has like fifty girlfriends in the waiting room waiting for him to get better. That's know? true. He's 40, only person. Forty nine white women and one sister. He's in the only the person who's room. probably getting head in a hospital bed right now. <laughs> he's the only person getting head in an induced coma. He's getting. He's actually still getting erect through the coma. <laughs> and you're so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, though. <laughs> Come on. But no, well, but that's, he's a player. You get he is. Audie, Audie really you is. You your dick doesn't stop just because, you know, your And you know does. what? Hey, I want people to know we can do this because we're comics. So, so uh, you know, because I'm... There's you know, always, I there's always one, I know Artie. Yeah, just, no, there, there's, there's always some... But the same way I tweeted out something that you can't, that you well, can't misread. Only, you know, yeah. And someone will say, oh, that's, that's... that's Why would he say that? Because we're comics. And that that's what... Like even talking to Harris, I think what what we've enjoyed is not wallowing in it. Yeah, I mean we're right. we're, yeah, we're all crushed. You, you know that that. Uh, but is it bad to say Artie? We were joking with Harris. You know, but really, there's and, no and, negative and, of saying that Artie is, has so many girls. He does that his dick is getting wet in the hospital. It, 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 I I don't doubt it. He might be. I, I might be a legit. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Because there's a lot in the waiting room waiting for uh, Mr. Fuqua. So, yeah, man, just do, do us a favor, man. Well, if you listen to man, say, say, say a prayer for uh, all the cats towards a speedy recovery. You know, pray for uh, pray for Artie. Pray, pray for Jeff. Pray for Tracy. Uh, pray for Harris because Harris was awake through the whole thing. He he, he was awake through the and entire... And pray for the sneakers. And pray the for the sneakers. sneakers come and, back. and also Those pray for sneakers. Uncle Jimmy Max family, Absolutely. man. You know, because it's... Uh, it's, it's a, they're, they're dealing with a lot. I think his uh, his services uh, will have passed by the time y'all hear this. Um, so, and that was me. That was my allergies. I wasn't like tearing up when I just I just you, been, you know would have been okay, I wa- but I wasn't. Um, wow. Okay. No, and because I, I I went through it already. I, I, okay. shed, I shed my tears uh, over the weekend, and I, and I hope that's that's it. You know, I don't want to have to. Uh, no, no man, no men never feel comfortable going through their, uh, you know, you can always tell when a man is about to cry because his voice goes a little higher and he, um, he's, he's suddenly up here in the stratosphere. It sounds like Mike Myers doing that character. Doing the, I'm not going to cry. Um, for clumped. It does, it does sound like I'm a bit for clumped. Um, look, he was in it. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, I started off saying, man. Well, I'll be uh, happy when I see Artie back at the cellar and then Tracy yeah. and everybody gets out. I, will, I, I don't know Jeff. Dude, I, I would, because be you know Tracy's going to have a brilliant story uh, about 
I just, we, we were coming back celebrating about to go on the road. I guess God was like, you need to slow down for a little bit. You've been a little too busy. You know, um, so yeah, man. Yeah, you know, say a prayer for the brothers and uh, keep supporting the callback. Joseph Vesey's the callback. Uh, where, where can they find you, Joseph? Uh, just at Joseph Vesey, V-E-C-S-E-Y. Okay, on Instagram and, uh, and Twitter. Yeah, and that's it. And, and, uh, and you can check me, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at I am Dean Edwards. Uh, check me on, on Facebook. I'm, I'm at my maximum capacity, but I, I will, I plan, I will uh, start paying attention to my fan page. I got to. And uh, <laughs> I just want to say, I got, I got this text real quick. Yeah. My, my father, I guess he texted me. He was like, he said, some, some coach wanted you to come play up in Dykeman tonight. And really? You know Dykeman? Yes, I know Dykeman. Now, nah, that's the, the one BX. place. Yeah, that's the one place. BX, I've day never, all day. Stand up. That's one of the few places I've not gone to play. Dykeman is way uptown. Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the area, little uh, suspect, I would say, coming back at night. It's a wild. Not, not a little suspect. Yes, it's a lot it's suspect. And, and my... And I was always a little even uh, wary of when I was playing basketball every day to play a Dykeman, and now playing three, four times a week. Right. I'm not sure I'm going to take that person <laughs> up there and go up and play in Dykeman right. tonight. Right. Uh, yeah, the stakes are so high. I was told you I was shooting. We'll have to talk next time about the Dr. J commercial. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're in neighborhoods and stuff like that. The, the stakes are so high. That's why I realize why these guys don't get nervous in big situations. Because if you grow up playing where right. the stakes are so right. high if you mess up. Right. You, nothing you worse than hearing a, every day. There's nothing worse than hearing an entire crowd of people go, oh! You ain't shit. I right. mean, boy, yeah. man, you fuck up. Ooh, yeah. You will not hear the end. Yeah. <laughs> you you became oh. if you if you lose the ball, you become loose ball Tyrone. You know, no, like that becomes why. a moniker that follows you. Yeah, you have to get into a rhythm of that. It's like doing comedy. You have to be in that energy every yeah, day to get used to that yeah. shit, or it can I be agree. very scary. That I agree with. But, all right, guys. Yo, so, uh, you know, uh, make sure, you know, uh, click subscribe, like, uh, uh, comment uh, on all things comedy, uh, you know, and SoundCloud, 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 and uh, iTunes. Oh, and you know what? Special shout out to, to my brother from another mother, my man, uh, Ian Edwards, who has a podcast on all things comedy. Comedy. Uh, he has a podcast called The Soccer Comic Rant, but I'm real proud because uh, Ian's new album just dropped. It's the first album uh, on uh, Conan O'Brien's uh, company's label. Team Coco uh, produced his uh, his first comedy album, and his album is called 100, 100% Half-Ass. So if y'all get a chance, go uh, go cop that uh, on teamcoco.com. It's only $5, man. I won't co-sign a lot of people's uh, specials, but I guess the reason he's calling it 100% half-ass is because he should have done this 10, 15 years ago. Ian's that fun. Ian is is your favorite comic's favorite comic. Like, I've never heard anyone say anything negative about Ian professionally as a comic. You know, people may not like him as a person for whatever reason, but Ian is one of the funniest dudes I know. And I guarantee you, uh, he just actually he was on Conan last night promoting it. I was so I'm real proud. And uh, y'all go go check his joint out. And uh, and then to make him feel bad, uh, tell him yeah, Dean sent me this way on his uh, his his Twitter and Instagram are Ian Edwards comics. So say yeah, Dean Edwards sent me just so I can hear him say you know what, Dean, I really don't need you telling people to come like my stuff i'll take their money but i don't owe you anything dean edwards 
even if we have the same last name. So we're going to end on my impression of Ian Edwards. I thought it was kind of brilliant. Uh, round of applause. Uh, we'll catch you. Y'all, we'll catch y'all next time. Big up, Vessi. Big Mike, thanks for the sounds. Your boy will be back in the building next week, man. Two fingers, peace.